0: Welcome to Practically If I Bring It, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Chasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Posnansky and Rabbi Meir Prager. Hello and welcome back to Practically If I Bring This is Menachem Posnansky. Before we get started, I want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast. If you can, give us a five star review. It helps us get the word out. Today's episode rounds out our initial conversation related to Parik Aleph of Tanya, discussing the nature of terms, the nature of diagnostic or descriptive names for the state of a person's spiritual condition. It picks up from a conversation about the nature of a Benini and about the spiritual path of a Benini is one that focuses on taking advantage of each moment and moving forward. Here's Mayer. The
1: next thing is very interesting. gets into very detail. On what is, you know, so now all of a sudden, like you asked yourself, we have terms like Tzadik, Russia, you know, righteous, wicked, whatever, mean, good, bad, and a Bainini, what are these, these any quotes, you know, from the Talmud, from other places, and then he comes up to a very amazing point, the way the world looks at it, and when you say the world, we mean the, even the Jewish world, and correctly so, in many respects, is they look at it as accounting like someone's a millionaire, a billion, you can't, I still, st- I still think a million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> okay, okay, someone's, someone's a billionaire. So they go, how much does he have? You know, they start counting. And they're like, like okay, recently, there was some celebrity, they, they said, they're not a billionaire. And they calculated, they said, the person's only worth $900 million. <laughs> and and they, were, they, they were all over each other. How could you say they're a billionaire when they're only worth $900 million? Yeah.
0: I was listening to someone It was interesting. I'll tell you something very, it was very powerful on this point, And it's so intense. Someone was talking about uh, a basketball star and why, and what was motivating him to, um, to make certain statements. Right. and it would, statements in, in favor of, other, of certain countries right, where, where they can make a lot of money. When the guy is making hundreds of millions of dollars, and it seems odd, like the same thing. Like, wh- how much money could he need? And, and then the person was saying, like, well, in the world that we live in today, a billionaire is what a millionaire used to be. And it's, it's not about an amount of money. It's about a level of status that a person has to achieve so that he can feel okay with himself. Right, so this guy's driving to be a billionaire, not even to have billion, right. to so a billion dollars. Right. So it's a
1: numbers game. It's a numbers game. And whoever's a higher number goes on the thing. It doesn't mean, it has no other value besides a number. It doesn't mean they're happier. It doesn't mean they bought more. It, doesn't mean any, it means nothing. It doesn't mean nothing besides the fact that it's a number. And the number puts you in a category, whatever the story is. In the terms of Yiddishkeit, there is such a thing as, more mitzvahs, less mitzvahs. So in like he says, in the terms of puni- reward and punishment, like there are certain levels of Peter that you get rewarded, not or punished. So then there makes a difference if the person has more mitzvahs, less mitzvahs. But that's not where he's at, he wants to say. We're talking about co- the quality of the, ti- of the title. Not, not how it's borrowed, but how, what, what is it? For example, when uh, you say ish chesed, it's a good person, a person. <clears throat> what is a good person? So most people say it's a giving person. So a guy gives stucker. He gives stucker, so he's a, he's, a, he's a charitable person. Does it he mean he's a good person? Maybe not. There's quite a few people that, that give a lot of charity and they're not really good people. Whatever the reason, they give charity. They're doing a good thing. Then there's like Avram Avino. He was an ish Chesed. Terry calls him an ish Chesed. How do you know he's Chesed? He needed. His life was about helping other people. So when he was after his bris and he's and he's sick, and God did everything under the possible to keep people away. So instead of him just relaxing and saying, "Okay, there's nobody needs me. I can take. I can make it a me day to recover." His his me day was to help somebody. So he took a chair as best as he can. He went outside in the scorching sun, went out of the shade to stay, in the, stay outside because there might be a passerby that passes by and they should see that there's somebody there. So maybe they'll, 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 they'll be starving, they'll be thirsty, they'll need something. His life meant helping other people. So that's what we're talking about. He wants he, he said there's gonna be a lot of terms over here that we're gonna learn. But we're not gonna be talking about the fact that, did he miss a mincha, did he not, even though that's true too. Did he not, did he do this mitzvah, did he not do that mitzvah, there's a, comp, there's a conversation in that too, there's no question. But over here, we're talking about more, what does it mean to be a tzaddik? As we're gonna see, it means connected to God. He's holy. And what does it mean somebody who's not a tzaddik? It means that he's not completely connected to God. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person be an excellent person doing unbelievable stuff it's just not it's not it's not connected to god it's a different type of life and that's what and that's what we're going to have to start working on understanding what's the difference where do do we draw the line and as you said before there really is such a thing as a tzaddik and a tzaddik is completely different person and we can't compare i can't compare ourselves as we're going to see later on they're very different for us, almost like the difference between men and women is no matter how much you're gonna learn, the other sex, they are you're not gonna get it because their DNA is different, their mental makeup is different, the way they are is different. Same also and much more so to a certain degree between a tzaddik and a non-tzaddik. It's a completely different type of person. Very hard to unpack now. So just something for the future he mentions it here so I know that's why it's important to to mention it
0: so what you're saying is connecting back to what we were talking about earlier you were talking about the living as a bainany, and this will we'll end with this point because this will take us to uh, toward the end of the of the, the episode in the life journey towards being a Bainini where you're operating within non-fixed space right so in that in that world when you talk about terms that qualify people. You can't qualify terms by quantity, and they have to be qualified by qu- quality, right? Like the quality of the tzaddik versus the quantity of the tzaddik. You have a guy who does a lot of good things, but he's not a very good person. In fact, sometimes he might do good things because he's not a nice person, and he wants to feel like a good person. But that doesn't make him a good person, whereas a person with who's a, a sweet person, a kind person, a good person, has good in their quality and there's on a spiritual plane on a psychological plane those things exist too that level of qualitative sidkas, qualitative righteousness and the opposite and qualitative of the opposite right and and part of what you said which is very powerful is the nature of identifying that quality has a lot to do with the degree to which that person is connected with god Right and connected with goodness and connected with life itself, the the existence of life, the existence itself, all of that. Right. So, at, and to the degree that that is permeating from within him, is the degree to which they are qualitatively connected with with God and with good. Right. As opposed to doing good things even though there is such a thing as saying, like, okay, well, if you do a lot of good things, that's a very good thing, right? And the truth is, if you want to live a good life, do good things, That's def- there's, no, there's no doubt about it. But we can't get too lost in the quantitative if we want to live in this Bainini world, which is more connected with qualitative. Is that?
1: That is, I'll, I'll, I'll finish uh, with a, You just reminded me of a, an interesting story that I once uh, saw. There was this Jew that, was fascinated with the concept that a Navi, which is a Malach, was a Navi. And his stories all over the Talmud and Svarim that Eliyahu Navi meets certain Jews and discusses and talks with them, teaches them, learns with them, teach, gives insight, whatever the mission of Eliyahu, it's, it's amazing stuff. So this person wanted to get to know, wanted to have this Eliyohu experience. So he looked up the books and he looked up as much from as he can. And he found out that uh, he saw from what he was able to gather was, there was a lot of fasting. As we know, people who had Navua were fasting. They didn't eat because they had to separate from the physicality. A lot of them when actually did, I don't know what it's called. They, They would actually put pain on themselves to break down their the focus on physicality, they would pain themselves. It's, we don't do that anymore. It's, for, it's something of the past. They didn't do that. And actually, so he actually saw somewhere that it says that you have, you walk with shoes that have nails inside. So every time you step, it's painful. And when you break yourself physically, and you don't eat, and you have that for 40 days or whatever it was, then you get to see Leo. He did it and nothing happened. So he came to this Sonic, and he said, he says, listen, I looked up all the books, and I and I, uh, I, I you know, I did all this stuff, and I didn't see Leo. Why am I not seeing Oyo? So stay here for a few days. This p- person went to, his uh, person who took care of the, the stable, he says, do me a favor. He says, don't don't feed the horse. It was a, it was a wintry night. <laughs> oh, he said, it's a rolling in the snow also. After he used to roll in the snow, he told the guy, don't feed the horse for about, for three days. So after three days, he calls the guy. They go to the stable. He asked the guy, I bring out the horse. Horse is all weak. He comes out. It was snowy. It was icy. He slips. He falls down. He rolls around. He goes, Look at the horse. He says, he says He's fasting. He's in pain. He has shoes. The horseshoe has it with nails inside the foot. And he doesn't see OEO. You know why? Cause he's a horse. He's telling, <laughs> he's telling the guy. He's telling the guy. What is this an accounting thing? <laughs> you know what it means to 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 be to elevate, to be able to see things, spiritual entities. It's not just a, an accounting game. It's it's a it's it's qualitative. It's it's changing. It's the quality of your life is changing, and that's really also that's what we're getting through in Tanya to to make real changes to start seeing things from not just you know like everything today is written 10 steps to reach that 10 step, and, and a better article it's five steps we cut out 10 steps now it's only five steps now it's only two steps right they keep making and it's not about the steps it's not nothing about steps it's it's about it's about choices of 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 of, of going overcoming challenges and that Bain and the every step is is a, is a change a complete one step the right step the right challenge doing it right is the is this is the is the path that we're going to be learning
0: i think uh, i think a lot of what's uh super powerful about those things is that in order to get the outcome of those kind of programs you have to be willing to let go of the outcome occurring because the outcome is Miraculous, it's not magical. I I heard a guy, um, what was his name? Uh, I forgot the guy's name. He was talking about the difference between magical thinking and miraculous thinking. And it really encapsulates what you're talking about. Magic, when you have magic, so you have like a, theoretically, right? So you have a a witch who has a a cauldron, right? And she throws different ingredients in and poof, she gets what she wants, right? But miracles don't work that way, right? Miracles, you have to show up, you do all the work, and then you wait, you create the vessel, and, and the miracle either occurs or it doesn't occur. Right. So it's it's that it's that uh, that ability to abandon the outcome and make sure the willingness to do the effort, but knowing that the outcome is something that's not tangible. It's not something I can demand. It's not something I can I can insist on. It's not something I can create. I don't have power over it. And and I think a lot of these things reflect back. And there's a kind of a general theme to the whole episode about the spiritual journey of the chassid being a journey that's that discomfort. That uncomfortable or disorienting space between the past and the future, between two sides of the wall, between what I can and cannot control, and the fact that as good as a moment might feel, every moment is leading me to what I can do in the future, and this moment is useless unless it's leading me towards the future. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see what comes. What comes next? This is really. Uh, this is amazing. Thank you, man.